Propane Plus in Rhode Island for all your propane needs. Call them 401 885 4209. In Massachusetts, you can reach them at 508 252 3359. Propane Heating and Cooling. It's Propane Plus. Their team's been there three generations. They're available 24-7 for service and delivery, and they plan on serving you for a long time to come. They offer online billing, ability to schedule a service delivery at the click of a button, and remember, all customers receive a free safety inspection on their equipment. It's Propane Plus, and remember with propane, it's affordable, sustainable, equitable, good for the environment, and now it's renewable. Call Propane Plus today at 401 885-4209. In Massachusetts, call them at 508-252-3359. They're very easy to navigate website. It's propaneplus.com. Propane Plus. Call them 401-885-4209. You're listening to the the John DePietro Show, folks. It's AM 1380, 99.9 FM. Remember, you can always listen online at our website, dipetro.com. Boy, it's a cold Tuesday, isn't it? However, and I think a little Christmassy, definitely, with the uh, all the snow that we, we certainly have on the ground. And the fact that there is some ice out there, but as you just heard, it's actually going to be a, a sunny day, a little bit warmer than yesterday. I I think the, the snow can be nice, nice decoration, as long as it's just on the grass and uh and not so much on the roads we already had a how about the fatality um on sunday night right on somebody went flying off 295 uh it's a it's a little distressing how quickly people forget uh how to drive in it but uh the next couple of days at least some decent sunshine well folks it's i'll tell you where it's also it's cold is at the rhode island state house and this encampment continues with the people sleeping out there now there's some interesting stories out there, and I think context is is always important because if you go past the Rhode Island State House, you'll see the tents up there, right? The people sleeping in the tents. Now, there's a new mayor in Los Angeles. Listen to this, who's already declared a state of emergency. So in Los Angeles, it, it, yeah, they have a tent problem. They they have a tent. Can you imagine tents all over covering downtown Providence? The downtown i mean all over so this story state of emergency spiraling levels of homelessness declared in los angeles tens of thousands sleep on the streets every night now keep in mind it it gets a little chilly at night but not that bad uh certainly not as bad as around here so the mayor karen bass imagine you're sworn in first full day declare a state of emergency i will not accept homelessness affects forty thousand individuals now we've heard this as many i've heard as many as sixty-five thousand uh higher that are on the streets of la the mayor said my mandate move los angeles new direction um and one of the the toughest challenges now keep in mind the number of tents uh is is just immeasurable so she's going to sign a series of executive orders targeting homelessness, aggressive approach to providing temporary housing by leasing apartments and motel rooms. Folks, so much of this is just getting the people off the street. That's why the situation locally, I mean, I can, they must laugh when we say we have a, 
homeless problem compared to something that that they do but it the subject dominates civil discourse in a city where grubby figures beg at intersections or rage at their unseen demons as traffic swerves around them it's a major major problem with the homelessness la is set to play host to the olympic games in 2028 extra keen to get rid of the sidewalks the rows tattered tents that sprawl just yards from swanky boutiques now again you still have the situation at the rhode island state house and i think governor mckee yesterday coming out and finally starting to you know go after the fact that there there are some quote advocates that seemingly are just keeping the people in the tents but the the um the la situation as you can i mean it's just so much worse and it's so prevalent and you know it's it it it, it's not one of the topics discussed it is i mean it is it is the topic discussed you imagine your first day she's the new mayor elect this karen bass mayor bass and the first thing you have to deal with is the amount of homelessness now a lot of it without question is uh because of you know because of substance abuse but not all of it as a matter of fact that we've have found not all of it and they also they have an encampment that was cleared right near city hall ahead of the inauguration so they're not the only one now governor mckee moving it inside i noticed that his rival helena folks she's now doing interviews and um kind of chiding him a little bit and saying that uh that oh you know it, it should be outside and uh you know we're hardy and we don't we don't need to have uh we we don't need to be inside we're we're new englanders are a hardy group and 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 basically you know trying to say that that she would be uh, an outside she'd be having her inauguration outside if she was being elected so i i, I don't i don't know exactly what the answer is i i don't th- think most people care to be honest with you i mean it it's big for the individuals but there's an element of it that that i always think it was is a little odd that, that it's freezing and and yet they yet there they are all um you know outside when you have some pretty nice indoor venues now folks some other news on this day i'm seeing alleged russian smuggling ring in a small town in new hampshire leads to seven indictments we'll have more on that later you know the the amount and the problems of people smuggling themselves or smuggling things into our country continues to be a major problem covid cases are rising in the u.s prompting the country's two largest cities to encourage masking i was um communicating with one of our listeners i won't say who and he's had a very bad case of covid the past two weeks and i i I don't fully understand because i mean that you do have the vaccine out there this this is one of those situations remember it's it's not everyone posting nonstop uh about you know that don't get the don't get the vax don't get the booster you you don't have that anymore so if you're an adult and you want to get the vaccine you should 
you should get the vaccine. I've noticed, you know, so much of this talk of people trying to say that it would, it would be doomsday. Think of all the people that have received the vaccine and they're seemingly, um, they're seemingly, you know, fine. So I want to get, uh, but the situation at the Rhode Island State House, and there's a story in this morning's Boston Globe, and they're, they're kind of speculating. Can the governor, can Governor McKee really evict homeless people sleeping on State House grounds? A problem I have with the article, and it, it goes back to, they, they finally mention it, but prior to last fall, it wasn't allowed with Gina Raimondo as governor and and prior to that I I was right when I said it started after 9/11 there were people sleeping in tent, uh, st- uh, tents at the Rhode Island State House on September 11th and then after that all federal buildings they increased security was whether it was courthouses or state capitals but during the course prior to that they had an audience that you were not allowed to do that. Now, I, I see they're saying, you know, there's this argument going on. You can't evict them if there's if there's truly no place to go. But I just don't buy this argument that, well, they're residents of the state, and that's the people's house, so therefore you can't kick them out. Well, based on that argument, I don't know what would prevent someone from living inside the Rhode Island State House, since it's, quote, the people's house in the people that would want to, someone that would, uh, w- w- you know, would want to kick them out. What about the fact that it it's also seemingly the state, it's our house as well. And I, I just have a, a problem, the fact that the, there just seems to be more and more of, and I think Justin Katz, right, what these people really want is, they want socialism. This this whole argument and and what they throw on Governor McKee. Well, what are you going to do for these people? Well, now where are you going to put them? And where are they supposed to go? They're supposed to be functioning members of society, right? We have a lot of safety nets. We have a lot of, uh, thank God, different organizations that that help out. But what's mixed in there are people that are simply have decided, you know, I I don't want to work and they there's a huge world of difference between those that have some kind of a substance abuse problem and people that are just saying i i can manage this it's not the greatest but i can i can manage it yeah i can do this i'll find places to stay it's not as bad in the warmer months and uh and i can do it and that is mixed in with the people that are homeless all right folks it's tuesday we're going to talk to donna perry you're listening to the john DePietro show Next time you have an emergency, think AtMed Urgent Care. Two locations, 1524 Atwood Avenue, Johnston. That's right in the Atwood Medical Center. And also 5750 Post Road, East Greenwich, right across from Felicia's. AtMed Urgent Care, when you have an emergency, they specialize ambulatory medicine. They provide immunization, school, and sports physicals. At AtMed Urgent Care, they provide comprehensive outpatient health care to individuals families they're on duty at all times they're open seven days a week walk-in routine urgent care 
minor surgical. Now, if you're in a car accident, go to Atment Urgent Care. Avoid the long wait at the emergency rooms. They also do adult vaccinations, laboratory testing. Atmed Urgent Care, when it's an emergency, 1524 Atwood Avenue in Johnston. That's right, in the Atwood Medical Center. And also 5750 Post Road, East Greenwich, online at admedurgentcare.net. Folks, you are listening to the John DePietro Show weekdays. We start at 11 a.m. We go until 2 it's AM 1380, 99.9 FM. You can always listen online at our website, petro.com. Joining me right now, independent columnist, opinion maker, one of my siblings, it is Donna Perry. And uh, DJ, boy, the, the nonstop drama in Washington, D.C., and especially, you know, control of the Senate, control of the House, whether or not McCarthy is going to get it. But let's at least start off our discussion for our purposes with, you know, last Last year, the last two years, two people have played a pivotal role have been Joe Manchin, Democrat senator of, of West Virginia, but then also Kristen Sinema of Arizona. And she's an interesting one simply because apparently there's, a, a, I think, a congressman who's been openly saying he's ready to challenge her in a Democrat primary. And um, and so why stick around and maybe get beat by someone in a primary when – when Kristen Sinema instead has decided she's going to run and now be independent. Yes, and uh, great to be with you, John. Um, I think what she has done is pretty clever, you know, politically uh, speaking, because you're right. Like, I think that this was no secret that she was hounded uh, through various, um, you know, pieces of legislation. They followed her into the restroom and everything else. I mean, you know, the far left and they is. So I, I think a couple things that this is, um, very, very smart. She has shown herself to be a very strategic, um, you know, Senator and she's representing John, they come in, they represent the district they represent, you know? And so, you can have a D, but that doesn't necessarily mean, you know, it's not the same as a borough of New York. And I think that, you know, this was probably well thought out. I'll tell you, I also think this is a win in a way for the Republicans and Mitch yeah. McConnell. No question, because, of course, then she does not have to caucus with the Dems. That's a big thing of how a lot of that works, John. And they put a ton of pressure on these people when, you know, when there's a big bill and they're going to want what Schumer's going to want what he wants, you know. So I think it's pretty clever. Um, her just coming out, going over as an independent. I'm sure her team did plenty of internal polling showing that they, you know, yeah, you can lose some people, but that that's her district. It's going to be okay. And I also think, I, I do think this throws a little cold water on the idea now that uh, coming out of Herschel Walker ultimately lost that it's a 51-49 Senate. You know what I mean? Like now yes. it's a little bit clever. I mean, you know, she could go along as her and Manchin have with some of McConnell's um, legislative priorities and, and then it's, it takes a little heat. So, you know, very interesting. And as you say that, you know, the old thing, it's never over really in politics, right? It's not really over at all as you go into now the next, you know, congressional um, session, et cetera. So um, we shall see, but I do think that's also an advantage for the Republicans. Obviously they came up on the losing side in the Senate, but not by much. 
Um, and then this could change the dynamic that they're not a tied Senate like they were, depending on Harris always to do, you know, the winning, make the uh, ultimate vote cast. But I mean, you could say that this is a bit of uh, a little breakthrough for the Republicans that did not have the big midterms they wanted. Speaking of, let, let's touch on that, Donna Perry. Uh, Georgia obviously came up short. You know, Mitch McConnell, to, to, I think to his credit, he had talked about candidate quality matters. Yeah. Uh, President Trump may not like it, but he basically cleared the field for Herschel Walker. Herschel Walker was a very flawed candidate. I mean, the moment I had heard way back that they had, were touting him, I, I already <laughs> I know. knew, like, that this isn't. You know, he, he had some very questionable beliefs and the things he'd been involved in. And things go beyond just go to the President Trump was saying, like, Dr. Oz, you know, women love him on television, that type of thing. It, it, it goes beyond that. And Herschel Walker was a good example. I mean, there were so many self-inflicted wounds in that campaign. He turned out to be, as we'd said, a very flawed candidate. And, uh, and that that. That Georgia race, I mean, as well as they did and McConnell and governor, they put so much yep. into it. But in the end, he didn't get beat by a great candidate, but he himself was not a great candidate. No. And and great point, because like, look, th- this is Trump now. <laughs> His hand picked people, no matter how he might want to spin it. They were they they were in there because he muscled his way in. And if you were the Georgia Republican Party, let, let's face it, John, in general. Like Trump has been, his meddling has cost them a lot. Yeah. I yeah. mean, many people, we all remember that then when there was the runoff in 2020, it was yeah. definitely Trump. They lost what one of those Republicans we remember yeah. would have still prevailed. Yes. Um, and so I think there was that. And now Herschel Walker was not going to win that race. No. Um, I was actually surprised how it, it did get close. Um, but I also think it, it says something else that you, you can't, you know, a lot of the media, the Democrats, I don't know if I would draw a lot of lessons if I don't know that Georgia is such a purple state or it's certainly not leaning Democrat because the rest of the state, the Republicans did very well, very well, right in these other big seats. And the obvious is Brian Kemp that he pushed back Stacey Abrams. Now, no one was a bigger media darling than Stacey Abrams. That's right. Um, and the fact that he did prevail and he, he you know, he got into the governor's, um, uh, got into the governor's chair again. Like, so you can't say that Republicans, it's not in, in remotely true to say that Georgia, you know, is not going to be a strong Republican state. And I just think that Herschel Walker, as you say, it, it it became John almost like a laughing stock. Let's face yeah. it. it, and then it's like a mess. And then you yeah. know he's denying, and these women are coming out of the woodwork, oh, and God. you know, oh. like I mean, it's like these these kind of races. The story writes itself. I mean, you know, and so um, you know, so he just it was not going to happen, and definitely wasn't going to happen at the runoff point, in my no. view, because the Democrats no. and all the mail in ballots, and it is just not going to well, click. It, it also, and we should, and again, folks, we speak with Donna Perry. Well, it also undercut Biden's whole thing of Jim Crow 2.0, and right, the right, the, the the voting is not fair. Now, what a lot of people don't understand, because as Herschel Walker, you know, it, at times was ahead on on election night, people are saying, "Oh, here we go with the mail ballots," and it's 
my reaction is you don't know what you're talking about. They have a Republican secretary of state. Right. There's such a conspiracy attitude. Uh, I agree that the mail ballots are a problem. I even saw Laura Ingram saying, well, maybe someone shouldn't have told Republicans don't vote early because there's this reoccurring thing of, boy, day of voting, everything's going great. And then the mail ballots come in. So things are off. Everything's not conspiracy everything is not you know as they say it fake news is is tossed around he was a flawed candidate uh there was problems georgia if anything should lean republican that is a long six-year term um i i before we take the break though one thing about cinema i think in some ways this helps joe manchin because is as much as you know, he is still a Democrat, and he keeps both parties kind of on guard. I think he's a real straight shooter. Uh, you know, he would be very clear with the Biden people. If you're going to negotiate with him, he keeps his word. But these people that think that that he's, you know, oh, they, they should get him in the Republican Party. I, Joe Manchin having success right now with the formula he's using. Absolutely. And, and the thing is, actually, her doing this has actually strengthened Manchin's hand, yeah. as you say, and certainly both of them in just a, a ton of ways politically, because it, so a couple of things, I mean, it allows her the freedom to caucus, not necessarily caucus, but she's, right. you know, she can go along with the Republican playbook and there's less hysteria against it. Cause she'll say, I- I'm an independent. I-, I think it's a big step. And also for him and he's done well at holding his ground often under John Tremendous pressure, um, progressive, you know, lobbyists chasing him in the yeah. Senate hallways. We've all seen all these clips on, you know, all the coverage. So um, I do think it sets up an interesting dynamic in the U.S. Senate. Um, and, and if I may, I know we're going to jump to a break. One, one quick thing about the voting that I think when you talk about Georgia, this has really this point's got to get out there and you've been making it. I, the Republican Party has to now realize mail ballots, early voting, they're here to stay. And so, like, get with the program. Yeah. Um, this, and the Wall Street Journal, Kimberly Strassel, I think, had, was putting that out, and Laura Ingram. I mean, that's the thing. Like, don't – you can't have Trump saying, oh, the only voting is on the day of the election. That's you know what? That changed. Yeah. Um, and, and you know what, John? There are plenty of people that the, you've got to go under the stones and find these people. Yeah. They are conservative. They do yes. want to vote and you've got yeah. to just help them do it. So, I mean, it's like if it rains the day of people don't go, people don't realize that everyone is not, you know, right. high water on at the polls. Things happen. Never mind with COVID or whatever it is. People don't right. feel well. People lose interest. Um, Republicans need to embrace that. Folks, uh, coming up. We are going to talk also about the prisoner swap, what this means for Speaker McCarthy, and also that special on Netflix with Donna Perry right here on the John DePietro Show. For over 125 years, Ameriprise Financial has provided advice for clients' unique goals, help millions of Americans retire on their terms. Now, as we're at the end of the year, beginning of a new year, why not take advantage of our free consultation? Call Tom Bryan today. Ameriprise Financial, 401-434-1510. Offices located 400 Massasoit Avenue in East Providence. Put the strength 
of a leader in retirement planning to work for, for you through a personal one-on-one relationship. Call Tom Bryan today, Ameriprise Financial Advisors, 401-434-1510. Get solid advice. Get a plan, whether it's for yourself, you and a spouse, maybe your children or grandchildren. Take advantage of this free consultation, Ameriprise Financial, 401 434 1510. Call right now, 401 434 1510. Tom Bryan, Ameriprise Financial Advisors. We speak with independent columnist, opinion maker Donna Perry. DJ, I did want to get your thought, though, that, uh, you know, Kevin McCarthy right now would certainly would seem he's going to be speaker, but he, you know, that it comes with challenges. Um, you know, this talks back and forth of whether or not he actually has the votes. I think it's a very, I mean, you spent time on Capitol Hill, but it just seems to be a very challenging time because of both parties have the extremes that in no way want to communicate with the other side or work with the other side. It's these non-negotiable demands. My question McCarthy, in fact, does have the votes and can pull this off and be elected speaker. Well, you know, as you say, um, this is a balancing act for him. I think at the end, ultimately, he will prevail and and he will have the votes because these these guys are capable of making all kinds of deals, of course. So um, I do think he will prevail. And for the sake of the Republicans, I really do hope he does. Um, there are some of these folks, John, though, um, whether it's Marjorie Taylor Greene, yep, who's emerged Gates, as, yep. you know, Gates, like Darcy in Arizona, I mean, they're, but they, tough. They're, they, tough. they're tough. And what they don't get is th- there comes a point where you you just can't be the, the some of the playbook that they want to run, John. That's right. and, you know, this is it's, it's has not, it's, it doesn't equal success. No, it is. It's like they come up with some of these strategies. That's great if you're running a state Republican Party, maybe, and you want to be, you know, out there and you want to be like doing all this stuff against the other side that that is not serving in the U.S. House. So, you know, I will say this and he's taken a lot of arrows, but I think McCarthy hopefully i think his t- what happens to these guys his team is very powerful i think yeah. he has the polish um i do i think he you know he will know how to play it cuz he's gotten jilted before he wanted to be speaker you know previously right so i think that he's got you know top shelf staff and i think they know how to do it but some of these other people like i say um and the number one threat to him being successful oddly would be trump Yes. I mean, that's the thing, the role Trump will play. And, and I think Trump, you know, he holds these vendettas. Um, I think you, you know, s- had seen and pointed out the Washington Post saying, oh. is McCarthy the next Jeff Sessions? Yeah. Um, that doesn't sound good. But I, I don't know. I, I think that's a different dynamic um, that I think he, he can get the votes. Um, but then, you know, he, it's going to be a rock and roll you know, uh, speakership though. Yeah. Well, and especially, um, just the element of the McCarthy is already saying we, we can't do the, all these investigations you know, some people are like, Oh good. Now, first thing you're going to do is investigate the laptop. Then you got to go after Hunter Biden. Right. Then you got to go after Fauci and blah, blah, blah. None. As you say, that may sound great when you announce that at a rally at a state 
Republican race. Right. If you start bogging down Congress with all these investigations, I'm not saying that some of them certainly warrant some kind of oversight or look into, but the the laundry list that they want to do it that that's not when people right now are they're seeing how expensive Christmas trees are, they see how expensive Thanksgiving was. Uh, people are still uncertain about what's going on. They do not want to see Washington come to gridlock over these investigations. No. They don't, John. And no. and again, I, I've said this for a while, uh, you know, unless you've looked at politics for only 10 seconds, do, do they actually think the sitting president and all of his power, do they think they're going to really nail his son? I mean, I'm sorry, John. I, I yeah. don't know how much like steam do you want to put on that? And right. And truthfully, I think Fauci being put on the carpet, not in a, you know, total revenge way, but I do think the record should be clear of where he did stymie, yes. um, you know, and, and that Good has been point. talked about through some yep. of the Twitter, you know, yes. stuff. I mean, that Jay Batara and these yep. other prominent guys, yes. Stanford Med School, Harvard Med School, they came together. That was that whole thing. And I'm saying that because, I mean, making Fauci he can be on his way out the door, but the record should speak where this country, there was a lot of dynamics in the pandemic. And, and those yeah. other guys were saying the U.S. has hit herd immunity and Fauci like almost went after them PR wise. He wanted them smeared. And that's what the record's going to show with Twitter. Good point. Um, but I say all that because I don't think the Republicans thinking you're going to go down a rabbit hole about Hunter Biden for two years, John, uh. to me, that would be really really uh, a lost thing i mean yeah. people there's a lot of bread and butter middle class issues that the public understands you know they don't follow as much as she's great i don't know that they can follow you know they don't follow miranda whatever the new york post every single sure. article yeah so i would just say there's plenty of reasons to start and start setting yourself up for 2024 with these bigger issues of uh, the way they're approaching the economy and this sort of overly shoving parents out of having a say in schools. Exactly. Those are winning I, issues, you know. The Fauci with the children and shutting down those two experts saying, we really don't think children would be greatly affected by this. Right. Um, <clears throat> that, that obviously was, you know, they, they were proven to be right. I think there's definitely something there with Musk in realizing just how much they were literally shutting down conversations. Um, of Absolutely. Just that had, you know, opposing views and just how, how dangerous. Um, they blocked their tweets. They, they, they did. didn't want the public to see it, you know? Yes. Yeah. So that's, that's definitely something I, I know there are some people out there that uh, they would love. And listen, anything, Hunter Biden certainly sounds like who's involved in some very questionable foreign deals. Right. But I, I agree with you. You have to be careful just how far you're going to wade into that. Get the most of your outdoor space with Limitless Outdoors. Call today for a free quote, 401-580-1852. Limitless Outdoors. They specialize in patios, walkways, steps. They did a fantastic job on my outside steps, outdoor kitchens, landscape lighting, retaining walls, lawn installations, excavation. Call Limitless Outdoors today. Let's dream, build, and enjoy. 
1852 based in smithfield limitless outdoors they also do indoor fireplaces or outdoor fireplaces limitless outdoors call them today free quote get the most of your outside you're gonna love what they can do for you 401-580-1852 401-580-1852 limitless outdoors dream build enjoy speaking of foreign deals uh down at prairie there's a lot of talk <laughs> of this you know the the trade that president biden did you did have this wnba you know woman that was Brittany griner that's over there and she carried drugs to the uh to russia and they they locked her up and then biden agreed with this this transferring or or i should the say swap. You know, yeah. swapping of the the two prisoners and the merchants of death and and so forth. And there was there's just been a lot written that they don't remember the last time in the past. There was always something that could kind of bring people together as far as Americans. But, boy, it was very, very partisan. Even I was even surprised at the reaction. If I've, if anything, I always underestimate certain talking points that are going to put out there. And then that overtakes what like what's really going on is then overtaken by that it's really the Saudis and and can you believe this they left a marine behind and right I, I mean myself was trying to ex- explain well wait a minute no he was he was arrested when President Trump was in office that was December of 2020 that's not a marine behind I mean it is questionable what Paul Whelan I mean I, he's an American I want him to release but it is questionable exactly what he was doing over there. And right. he, he could, we do have some foreign agents that are in these countries, right? Someone's working for the CIA. Sometimes right. things go wrong. But just what was your general reaction on the, it was the partisanship. People were very upset that this Brittany Griner was, was swapped out. Yeah. You know, and I, I do think, of course, as you say, um, it, you really did you, to me, you have to feel for the woman. I mean, they were, you know, God knows a Russian penal colony. Those are three words you would never want to hear in, That's your, right. in your life. So, okay. So, you know, it was really, uh, the wheels were off, I think. Um, and they do that intentionally. I think that they are trying to get the, um, you know, like they, the swap going. I mean, you have to wonder sometimes, John, that Putin, he takes the stakes up a bit, a bit to see. Yeah. Oh, oh, let me th- make let me make the U.S. sweat on this, and you know, right. going to put her in this, you know, a penal colony, no one comes out alive, kind of place. Obviously, yep. so um, I mean, I, I think partly, I partly take um, some of the State Department like at their word. Like I, I you can imagine to. those negotiations. Look, they're. So outraged that we're it's and Ukraine plays a huge role in this. I mean, obviously, right. we've sent what how many billion hundreds of billions of this weaponry? Um, you know, the, it's the West, but let's be honest, the, the U.S. um weaponry is you know top of the world Leading and so the day. yeah, we're basically fighting Russia in Ukraine, right? That's really, what's and going and on. that's what's infuriating uh Putin. So, I mean, I think on the one hand, I, I mean, it's it should be noted that that someone really knew how to do a negotiation in that kind of a tough environment and i would commend them i mean i think that woman should feel completely lucky that she's back um and i'm sure she does and i it's wrong and and you know she had what she thought was you know just kind of a 
a marijuana product or something, way, way mistake. And she did it and she certainly paid the price. In terms of Paul Whalen, um, I also want to note, John, and, and you may have referenced this, as you say, though, there's always intrigue behind what was really going on, what is the White House narrative on it, and then yeah. how does the media come back around? Because some of the reporting showed NBC News had two different versions in the earliest hours when it was announced that she was getting out and they were making the swap. And I guess they posted, contrary to what the White House was saying, that um, that the White House had been offered the choice. Was it going to be Brittany Griner or Paul Whelan? At wow. least that was being reported yes. early on by Whelan's attorney. Wow. Um, and then hours later, and the White House at the podium goes very hard on that and said, no, 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 there was no, it was, she can come out for this, uh, whatever the scary drug dealer <laughs> guy they got, uh, but Victor, whoever, right. um, they said it was either her or there's no deal. So um, there's a little bit of untruth going on here. I, I guess the larger issue, as you say, what I found odd though, John, is there was a recording statement from Paul Whelan himself mm. Right. And I thought that was kind of odd where yeah. he, contrary to his own family, who have been very patient and gracious. Um, and then he's making a statement that could have been forced out of him. Right. Under yep. duress. We don't yes. know that. And they have him saying something like, um, I'm in a very difficult situation. And, I, you know, I thought that recording was very odd coming in the middle of all this. Yeah. Um, I also, though, would say when a family on these networks, CNN, and they're appearing and they're not being critical of the State Department, um, I would take that as a sign that they're really behind the scenes that there are probably ongoing, very, you know, strenuous negotiations. I, I'm just guessing like the fact that they, they're not getting jumping ugly at, you know, the white right. house. I mean, you know, I think that might tell you that they are playing along and they I, do. I believe. think most, most people don't even didn't even know that he was still there. Right. A lot of people that I was hearing from, because all they were hearing was that a former Marine was still being held. I, I followed the story. I remember distinctly mm. when that happened in December of uh, December 28th of 2018. And then in 2019, January, Pom Pompeo thought that they were going to get him back right away. And yeah, I thought so. His right. family was trying to put pressure on Trump to, I mean, think how much time went past 2019, 2020. And, and you didn't hear anything out of the White House. So, you know, they, they made very strong accusations that he was caught with some kind of a disc. Um, we, we, and here's, here's a, a headline or a breaking news for some people. We do have spies in the world. We, yes, of course. Yeah, yeah. Once in a while, it's very possible they get caught. So his family's not going to say that. His family doesn't know that. Um, it, you know, they look for different reasons why they could be traveling. And if that's the case, then we really don't know what's going on behind the scenes. But no, was, you're right. Uh, very partisan situation um donna perry finally i'm just curious if you think it, it sure looks as though sometime after the holidays uh all systems go it really looks like the president biden is going to seek re-election well right like i think they're laying the groundwork and they're kind of laying the narrative out with the media this thing of well, we'll, we'll talk it over through the holidays you know very extensively with the family um you know, I, I think when when we see other signals that he's trying to clear the field. And so 
I, I do think they've come to a decision that, you know, you don't drag it out. And if he's, he's either saying he's running or he's not, um, that I, I think from the White House and his uh, apparatus, from their perspective, that he could sail into January, you know, this coming winter, and then he, they're going to kind of make it known. However, I also would point to something I think you and I have talked about. I think a poll, the polls that really can begin to shake this up is several showing there is a growing majority of Americans that want neither yes, Biden nor Trump. Right. Yeah. Biden nor Trump. That's that most right. people are saying, please, it's time. It's time, time for, for new, new blood. major yeah. candidates. Um, I think that matters. And I think you're going to see that poll number increase uh, as, you know, again, people get distracted. It is, you know, a couple of weeks to Christmas. So I would keep an eye on that because I, I do think, John, as his own presidency has shown, um, it's a very unpredictable world. And obviously, and anything can happen. So they can say he's going to go. I think from their perspective, how do you come out of Christmas and say, you know, I, I would never expect them to say he's not in a way at this point, John, because then he's immediately a lame duck. Yes, so, but I, I agree with that. And I also I, I think they need to be cautious because they may not be getting the candidate that, that they're thinking. It sounds like right. they still I mean, it's still hard to believe he's 79 years old. So think of this, the just the calendar. So next right. year at this time, he'll be 80. And then it's 24 is the election. I mean, he'll be he'll be turning 81 if, in fact, he's elected serving. It it seems too long. Um, this summer, it didn't seem he was up to it. I'm still not convinced he's up to it. But at the dinner with the president of France, it seemed the Bidens were very confident. Jill Biden loves, as we've talked about, it's that's tough, tough to give up. Yep. Being first lady in the White House and Air Force One. And uh, and let's face it, they 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 retook the Senate and, and uh, the House was not as dramatic. And but right. but it's the Republican field is certainly not decided and new blood in the Republican Party against old man Biden. I, I don't think that they're uh, going to do well with that. No. And Donna Perry, just on a final note, it's just uh, it's so distressing. But he is a grown man. But you have. um Boy, the two brothers couldn't be any different. You had William and Kate that the, just had such yeah. an incredible oh, visit to Boston. Boston, and it was so big, dramatic. Yeah. And, and uh, Boston, the Globe coverage saying, you know, a couple of days that people will never forget and really showing how they can use the monarchy. And I think most importantly, the, the modern day monarchy. And then what a difference of that Meghan Markle and Harry with just so self-absorbed piece on Netflix. I haven't watched any of it, but no, I it, haven't. it's actually, it's, it's sad to see what, what Harry's life could have been and what it is now. You know, John, you just summed it up perfectly. Cause I had that feeling watching the coverage when they were in Boston. I mean, um, when William and Kate were here and, and, you know, you couldn't help but say the contrast is just remarkable. Like, and the yeah. fact that this was breaking now and they sure look like, you know, a young to be king and queen, yes. don't they? I mean, they just, she is like out of the books. I mean, she is just picture and tone perfect boy. She, she understood yeah. right away something Megan can, could never have understood. She no. didn't understand what she married into. She chased him. Okay. So here they are now. And, and in my humble opinion, I also think it looks 
almost worse uh, the timing to like let's be oh, honest yeah. they're trying to make money off of smearing the the institution of yeah, the royal the family and it's yeah. the monarch especially when the queen just recently died yeah and i i think that also puts a bad taste in people's mouth to i don't know i think when you see um that kind of a contrast kate and william they go it's a home run and then you and know, they, and they're you know they're having impact, and yeah. they're having impact on important yes. causes. Meghan Markle, when she did fully finally understand that she married the runner-up, basically, right? right Harry right. is the backup for William. That's when the game changed for her, and then realized she she just had no interest in. Oh, I get it. So we're never going to be king and queen. Well, then right. forget it. We'll go to America and do our own thing. Folks, she is independent columnist, opinion maker. It's Donna Perry. DJ, great job as always, and we'll talk to you again. You bet. Falcon Pest Services. 12 months of the year, you could have a pest problem. Serving Rhode Island and Massachusetts called Falcon Pest Services today, 401-739-1322. Free consultation, 401 401- 739-1322. Locally owned and operated, serving Rhode Island and Southeastern Mass. They offer services for termites, bed bugs, ants, roaches, mice, rats, in the summertime, spring, fall, mosquitoes, and many other pests. Call today for a free consultation, whether it's for your home or a restaurant. Maybe it's once a year, maybe it's once a month. Call Falcon Pest Services today. Free consultation, 401-739-1322. Residential and commercial, whether it's an office building, a school, a hotel, a restaurant, or your home, call Falcon Pest Services today. Free consultation, 401-739-1322. The Coesed Inn, 226 Coesed Avenue in West Warwick, Rhode Island tradition since 1977. Delicious food, great atmosphere, whether it's lunch or dinner or drinks in the lounge. They can also accommodate large groups. A great meal, a feast is waiting for you at the Coesed Inn. Stop it and see them all year round. 226 Coesed Avenue in West Warwick. They're waiting for you at the Coesed Inn. listening to the john DePietro show it's am 1380 99.9 fm can always listen online at our website dipetro.com all right let's go to some sound starting with boy the murder mystery continues in idaho four college students stabbed to death 30 days with no results you can feel it here in moscow it's just a, a very heavy cloud uh, it's a hard place to be. Police spokesperson Robbie Johnson telling ABC News they brought in an army of experts and FBI support to comb through new tips about the white Hyundai Elantra seen in the immediate area in the early morning hours of November 13th. We'd like to know who was in that car that night, where it might be now. It could be in a different state. Uh, we have resources across the country that are ready to jump on in any information we can provide on that and follow those leads and and talk to whoever is in that car. Local businesses heeding the call, turning over surveillance video, anything that might help. They said that ours was actually one of the best, like clearest, they could see clear across to the other side of the road. Um, So they were kind of hopeful when they did get 
get that footage. With new details, authorities re-interviewing residents, bringing back memories. Do they have those reports of, of, of a scream that was heard? They're aware of uh, people talking about that happening, and of course they're looking into that type of thing. Every, every bit of information that comes in, they're, they're looking into. The university preparing to close for winter break after holding commencement ceremonies over the weekend, honoring Zana Kernadel, Ethan Chapin, Madison Mogan, and Kaylee Gonzalez, who was set to graduate. Instead, her father Steve, desperate for answers and pleading with authorities to find the person and the weapon responsible. This was a brutal weapon. It sounds like it was a professional type weapon that couldn't break and or they weren't stab wounds you know they were like large punctures oh. and so right now people in this normally close-knit college town are asked to remain vigilant to travel in pairs and stick to well-lit areas in fact authorities say this is a new way of life in moscow at least for now hmm. george folks that is again four cops all stabbed to death all stabbed to death in Idaho, and it's going on a month now from when it happened. How about what's going on at the border? El Paso, major surge of illegals crossing over. ...on the U.S.-Mexico border in the last year, and there are new concerns that it could soon increase. Matt Rivers is just across the border in Mexico with more. Good morning, Matt. Good morning, Robin. A Trump-era health policy known as Title 42 has allowed U.S. immigration authorities to quickly expel many migrants here at the U.S.-Mexico border. And yet there are now fears that if that policy will end next week, what might happen next? This morning, U.S. migration facilities operating on overdrive in El Paso as hundreds of migrants cross the border in a matter of hours. Parents tiptoeing through the river, children in tow, praying upon arrival, others forced to wait for hours under a looming border fence. In a year filled with mass migration to the U.S., this stands out. Migrants just a stone's throw from downtown El Paso, burning whatever they can to stay warm overnight. Uh. Migrant facilities at capacity here, forcing Border Patrol to transfer migrants to other parts of the border. Uh. A senior Homeland Security official calling the situation, quote, an absolute mess. Daily apprehensions now averaging 2,400 plus in the El Paso sector over the last few days. This ahead of next week's possible end of Title 42, a Trump-era policy that allows for the immediate expulsion of migrants without allowing them to seek asylum. Eddie and Eriani and their twins are waiting to cross until Title 42 is lifted. Pero por qué ustedes siguen tratando de cruzarse? Calidad de vida. They keep trying to cross because they're looking for a better quality of life. They've tried to cross once and were expelled under Title 42. Still, they won't stop trying. And you can see there are still hundreds of people behind me waiting Crazy. to be processed by Border Patrol. Some people even lighting fires to try and stay warm. George, Seal I can tell you, the border. This exact spot in Ciudad Juarez for years now on migration. I have never seen anything quite like this. George. This is crazy, folks. Now, how is that fear to all of us? All these people are going to come cruising through. This is just ridiculous. Hey, folks, for anyone that complains about the United States, 
How about Iran? Public executions because people are protesting. Have you heard about this? Listen to this. Persons will be executed in connection with these protests against the regime, in particular its treatment of women. This image from Iran Human Rights is Majid Reza Ravnavad, who was just 22, reportedly hanged from a construction crane in what the regime claims was a public execution. His family only receiving a phone call after the fact to tell them that their son had been killed and buried. Last week, another young protester, Mohsin Shikari, was also executed. Oh. This video, confirmed for ABC News by a source familiar with the area, shows the sister of Shikari and others mourning his death outside of their house in Tehran. At least 20 more are currently facing execution. The UN estimating 15,000 have been arrested in connection with the protest, which of course erupted after the death of this young woman in police custody. Activists are also claiming around 500 have been killed, but incredibly, Robin, these protests apparently are still going on. Oh, they are. You know what's amazing, folks? Again, think of in our country. I just think of that local uh, school committee person that said that that it's it's an act of violence if you use the wrong pronouns with someone. These protesters in Iran, when I think of attending some of the protests in downtown Providence and so forth, they, they would get upset if police stood too close to them. You know, you're looking at me. Stop looking at me. You know, you're that's a violent way to look at me. He's screaming at our police. And meanwhile, they are literally public executions for anyone that is protesting. Now, it's not your imagination. Hospitals are once again pushed to the brink because of COVID, influenza, and and also just the flu. Listen to this, and it again, we're back to listen to this brutal nationwide. Wow, folks, remember, go to at Med Urgent Care. Situation is becoming dire. Med Urgent Care. Hey, good morning to you, Robin. The clash of the flu, RSV, and COVID has overwhelmed hospitals all across New Mexico. Here at this particular hospital, you can see they've set up an emergency triage center oh. right outside the emergency room. This is a tent. They're treating this as another emergency room. Come over here. Let me show you what's going on. Folks, just again, just um, you get the sense of it. But go to AtMed Urgent Care. Uh, Johnston location, also East Greenwich location, ATMED, AtMed, avoid the emergency room. Much more ahead on this Tuesday on the John DePietro Show. Remain healthy. Stop in and see Marie at It's My Health, 1099 Menden Road in Cumberland. You can also look for her on Facebook, but call her 401 401- 305-3585. You know the building. It's that historic white church diagonally across from Davenport Restaurant. It's my health. What do you find inside? Well, first of all, great service, great selection, vitamins, herbal remedies from trusted companies, local products like ICE, honey, maple syrup, beef fresh gum, over 250 bulk herbs, teas, and spices, plus hemp and cbd products natural skin care it's my health pop in and see marie 1099 menden road in cumberland there's things for your pets there's things for your children there's things for your health stay healthy at it's my health 1099 menden road in cumberland again call marie 401-305-3585 diagonally across from davenport restaurant getting cold already this winter keep your family your employees warm with matthews oil company call them today 
942-7500. Matthews Oil Company, 24-hour emergency service. For over four generations, they make it easy to keep your home comfortable and safe. Trusted oil delivery. Call Matthews Oil Company today, 401-942-7500. You can find them online, matthewsoil.com. Matthews Oil, Premier Dealer, Rhode Island, delivering the highest quality heating fuels. At Matthews Oil, they take pride providing reliable, affordable service for you and your family. Celebrating 90 years of service, call them now. It's going to be a cold winter. Get that tank filled. Call Matthews Oil Company today, 401-942-7500. In an emergency, they offer 24-hour emergency service. Matthews Oil Company, 401-942-7500.